So there's this movie about constipation. Oh, you don't say. Um, I'm not sure what it's called, but... Um, it's called constipation. It may be. All I know is it hasn't come out yet. In a world where podcast is spelt with two T's, unlikely heroes, Jade and MJK, come together to talk about stuff and try to get sponsors for their weekly show. This is Not Another Podcast. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey has joined us for this episode of Not Another Podcast. G'day, Matthew. Go on, fuck off. <laughs> Transform from like his character in The Gentleman. Uh, no, actually, we have Matthew John Casey here with us today, as per usual. Also known as Big Dick Energy. What? <laughs> <laughs> Now let's not gloss over that. Um, what? No, let's let's gloss over that, please. No, I just sooner I, rather than later. Literally, all that came to me, I was gonna say, also known as insert statement, and for some reason, I thought that'd be the funniest. That reminds me of Davo's nickname in all our videos, Big, Big Willie Style. <laughs> and I actually said to one of my year tens the other day, um, I can't remember why, but it came up. They were they're referring to their mate Davo, and I said. <laughs> Jordan, my mate in high school, his name was Ben, but we called him Davo. <laughs> He's like, what? Why? I'm like, look, there really isn't a reason, but there were two Bens, so it helped us clarify well, no, and distinguish was, between the two. There was a lot of Bens. They had nicknames. This is the thing. Me and Barry were so bored <laughs> in uh, computer. In all of like, high school? <laughs> it was like, it was a media class where they, they teach you how to edit on computers and shit. Oh, dope. So we were making like music videos, mm-hmm. but this was a theory class. And we were going around the room. We had potty. Uh, we had dog poo because we na- nicknamed a guy Michael Dog Poo because I thought it would be funny. I remember this. A lot of these stem from your bloody brain, <laughs> you And then, you know, Barry Bazza, uh, Scott Coom, Coomey. Uh, fucking everybody had a fucking nickname. Mm-hmm. I was Mofa. Twiggy. He wasn't in the class, but I'm just saying. Damn. This was This was the point of the story. So all the boys had a nickname. And then we look at now known as Davo. Well, they're like... You need a nickname, motherfucker. And he, he's suggested some cool ones. <laughs> and me and Barry were like... Like Big like, Willie style. <laughs> no, no, I eventually <laughs> no. called him that for... I can't remember what... Because he's black and mm-hmm. Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Simple as that, probably. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it was just like Davo Dinkum from Fat Pizza. Ah. So we were like, you're kind of like him because he's, he's, you know, same kind of characteristics and stuff. And he was like, no, that's terrible. Don't ever call me that. So, <laughs> We told everyone to call him Davo. <laughs> and it stuck and for, for years for and years ever, and years. He is still Davo. This is very true. That's how we know him. And mm-hmm. I remember when uh, Twiggy was dating Jess, a Jess, and she, we I, we referred to him as Twiggy at recess time. He dated a Jess? Yeah. And um, she, we were referring to like, no, it was, sorry. Talk about Chappie. No, there was, a, yeah, there was, Paul was dating Jess, right? And then we're talking around going, Twiggy this, Twiggy that. And Jess is like, who the fuck's Twiggy? And we're like, it's Ben. She's like, Ben, why is Ben's name Twiggy? I'm like, his name's Ben Twigden, like Twiggy. Oh, she had no idea that this was the same person for God knows how long. <laughs> and finally asked at that one point in recess for clarification. Thank God. Because she probably thought this was a whole other guy. <laughs> she has, uh, through time, I feel like she's had a lot of blonde moments. She's not even really a blonde. 
Just saying. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, nice Very guy. Very true. Yeah. Nice guy. Nice guy. Nice guy. Wait, I've got to do one thing. Hold the phone. I'm holding. Uh, Maybe is that what they refer to? Hold the mic. No, never mind. That's like as in hang on. Yeah, I gotcha. Oh. There it is. Usually that's Mofo making the sounds. Not, and I'm just I'm just going with some some uh, H2O today. Some uh, agua. 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 <laughs> that's Spanish for water. I am ever, however, um, looking for sponsorship from <laughs> Hill Cider, particularly the uh, tropical sour flavor, which I've only previously had at Lot One Hundred. Um, in Adelaide Hills. Is it Adelaide Hills? Uh. Anyway, this uh, beast here, this one can is 2.4 standard drinks or 8%. <laughs> a bottle of vodka which, is 40%. Which was, for you, you were shocked. Well, no, you got that wrong. It's 40% and how many of us standard drinks. Right. So, yeah, 8%, 2.4 standard drinks. <laughs> Damn. Waking me up at uh, 7.49 p.m. on this Saturday night, but uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> not funny business. We're going to get to, what have you watched lately? Just quietly though, shit's going to get funny though, because Jade's <laughs> going to top this tinny off, and she's going to fuck you up, she's going to get lit. My aim Some... is to finish my drink before the end of the episode and see whether it affects me whatsoever. Hopefully she doesn't fall asleep. <laughs> that could be one effect, <laughs> and it would just be MJK or, finishing us. Or we'll just hear you in the background going, fuck, I love you, Max, Max, oh, <laughs> you're so pretty. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Things I say when I'm not even drunk. Yeah. <laughs> But did you want to kick off this time? Because I feel like I always do. Yeah, all right. I got a yes. good hefty list this week anyway. Ooh, so girl. Watch the fuck out. <laughs> Move, bitch. Get out the way. All right. Just sort do of, your thang. Sort me list there. Spelled T-H-A-N-G. Thang. That's, a, that's a, something I usually do. Spell things out. Oh. <laughs> the South. Oh, my God. Last week. <laughs> just, just stop. Anyway. So. I watched American Pie, American really? Pie 2, oh my God. and American Wedding. I oh, realized wow. the first two literally have no plot except oh, it's wow. leading to a to get party. To laid. And yeah, uh, <laughs> to we're going to get laid at this party. This is true. It's I, very I was, true. I was watching literally the, both the first two. The third one, it's like, oh, we're adults mm-hmm. now, but shenanigans. Um, shenanigans. I watched mid-90s again because I was like, fuck, I love yeah, this Yeah, it movie. came to Netflix. It was on Netflix. And you let it sit there for a whole week without telling me about it, you monster. I like to live dangerously. <laughs> I also like to live dangerously. Love I it. watched No Country for Old Men again oh, wow. on the Amazon Prime. Because Topical it, this week. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah I've been told to check it out by my year 12 boys. I'll watch the fuck out of it with you. And then, it might be the only way I watch it. So, <laughs> But I'll have to confiscate your phone because you really need to watch that. Yeah. All right, cool. Watched Ghost for the first time in fuck off years. Wow, that's right. I went to bed and then I get a text from you going, yeah, good night. Um, I'm watching Ghost though, if you want to join. No, I'm pretty sure I said like, yo, I'm watching Ghost if you want to get in on it or something yeah. like that. And you're like, no, I'm going like, to bed, but no, thanks. Fuck off. <laughs> well, that was like mid-90s as well. I sent you a text saying, oh. come in here, shit's hilarious. And it's when the kid falls off the wall, skates off the roof by accident. <laughs> and the dude's like, shit, fuck, he's dead. <laughs> It's a very over-the-top reaction you were getting a good chuckle out of. It's just hilarious. Uh, I watched Blades of Glory. I was in a silly movie mood for wow. a while. Yep, I uh, mean, that's what those films are for. Um, watched The Wedding Singer, which still holds Oh, up. classic. Uh, and back on the silliness. Watched The House Bunny because it popped up Oh, my God. That, that was on, yeah, one of the TV. Jessica. Yeah. Can't do the voice. Rebecca. That's it. <laughs> 
Why are you doing that? That's how I remember that's names. That's how I remember names. <laughs> Good Anna old Anna Faris, yeah. The best, well, kind of. And Emma Stone before, I think, well, before or after Superbad, but around that time Bro, before she'd what? broken I out. I only remembered that Rumor Willis, Rumor Willis is in it, it correct. as well as yep. Anna Faris. Yep. Forgot that uh, Tom Hanks is Colin Hanks. in it. Colin Hanks. Forgot... Didn't even register. Cat Dennings. Yes, Emma. St- I remember that Cat Dennings again was in it, but didn't even register that Emma Stone was even yeah. in yeah, that fucking movie. Yeah, I know, right? It's pretty and cool to watch other, for that reason. A few other faces pop up in there as well, and like dudes who are kind of a not a but say a big deal, but like comedian dudes who have gone on and done other things, like Nick Schwartz. He's like a Playboy photographer. He's just he's <laughs> regular insane self. Like <laughs> I can't remember what her character's name is. He's like, oh yeah, give it to me. Give it. Oh yeah, you're so beautiful. She's literally just standing there sad because she's not with her sorority girl. And he's like, you're giving me nothing. He's just losing his shit. Um, <clears throat> watch Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh yeah. Because I was looking for Space Jam. On everything, couldn't find yeah, it. And then I was like, you know yeah. what? I want to watch a movie from my childhood. So I started looking for the movie Cop and a Half with Burt Reynolds. Oh, also, wow. nowhere to be found. Yeah. There's so a few like that. Scroll past Mrs. Daffer, and I was like, yeah, you know what? Mm. It's time. Because I haven't watched this since <laughs> fucking Robin. Well, I think we referenced it last bloody episode. Yeah, but yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time. You know what I'm saying? I watched the. Tw- the whole time? <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> she fucking acts Bless you, Sally Field. Yeah. And I read trivia for it as well. So she, there's a part in the movie where she's like drinking a cappuccino and she gets a milk mustache. Oh, yes. Apparently she did that just while they were just sitting around having coffee. Yeah. And then the director was like, ha, ha, we're putting that in the movie. <laughs> it's exactly what he sounds like too. I actually. That's how I, I envision it. Yeah. I know. Uh, watched the 2014 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie and it's the special effects have huh? already gone to shit. Oh. They were never good. Also, 2014 the- one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Also, it's a really bad movie. Was that on Blu-ray, Netflix? No, it was just, it again, popped up on the Amazon. Ah, oh, Amazon Prime. So, uh, all right. Um, I watched Get Him to the Greek again. A silly wow. Mood. Russell Brand. Uh, remember that movie trailer we watched for a movie called Little Monsters? Yeah, the zombie one. Yeah. Did, did, did we register the fact that that was set in Australia? No. 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 Not it when we discussed it. Not when I watched the trailer. So painfully Australian. Oh. And they cast a lot of Australians playing oh. Americans, which is fucking worse. <sighs> so we're, you're recognizing them and then realizing that's not what they said. Not even like. recognizing. I just know because oh. it's generic American oh, okay. voice. Like, oh, hey, check this out. I'm reading this right here. Here. You know? <laughs> so I'm like, could you just like chuck in a little Chicago there? Hey, you go on there, pal. You know, or fucking, yep. I know New York. Get the fuck out the way. You know, like uh-huh. something. Or even s- something as simple as Texas. I had it, pardon? Yeah, that's uh, the easy one for me. <laughs> yeah, but it was just generic American. I was, I was oh, so mad. And then again, all the Australian actors. This is the example of a bad Australian Oh, damn. Movie. Yeah. Where was that? Amazon Prime? Yes. Yeah, right. Which I never me, go on there enough. You don't. And here, I went on a little horror movie run. Oh. I watched the remake of Child's Play. When which, did you watch all this? I mean, it's been two weeks since we've recorded. Since I've realized that I need a heater in my life. A what? A heater. Oh, yeah. So That's I've, to clarify, the heater in this house is in my living room, about, you know, two rooms away from Mofo, where Mofo resides. So... You'd be like, put yourself in front of the heater. So after you put yourself to bed, mm-hmm. or also you've been out the last few nights. I know, socialite, socialite. Correct. So <laughs> I watched that. It's got Orbs Plaza in it, which was... And for what it was, it was a decent watch. 
Child's Play, this is. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, rem- I remember her promoting that. Yes. Yeah, and uh, it was a, d- a totally different take to the original. And again, they've used like modern technology and how it's like a, a dolly that can do whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, that was interesting. Right. I watched Crawl. Crawl. I've heard of that. We watched the trailer. I'm pretty sure of it. It's the. Oh, the ages like ago, alligator. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Here's the thing, though. Can I can I just drop a few spoilers? One hundred percent. We got time. All right. <laughs> Here's what happened, right? So oh, spoiler of a a light people. So pretty much, it's only ninety minute movie. I love those. First, yeah, again, which made sure it sharp such and shiny, an man. Easy watch. Get to the point. I literally watched this last night. I watched a, a comedy special, which I'll get to in a minute, and then I was just like, you know what? Ninety minute fucking horror movie. I'm down. I'm down. So. Fucking first half hour, all set up. And you're like, yeah, oh, right. Shit. Oh, man, that's going to be an intense hour. <laughs> you're, just, you're just rubbing your fucking hands together like, oh, son, it's bad wood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. Right? So then there's an alligator in a house because it's a hurricane or whatever. I th- can't remember the actual term. Yeah, no, But it was yeah. probably hurricane. House starts slowly flooding. And then it feels like it's the sequel. Because you know how like Jaws, there's the shark. Yeah. And basically the last, again, last half hour is where all the shit goes down. Right. Shit picks up immediately. Alligator comes in, fucking bites her leg, and she's like, ah, my leg. And then, guess what, Jade? There's another alligator. And then there's another oh, alligator. Shit. So it feels like you're watching a trilogy of movies in 90 <laughs> minutes. Like, they, they took a, um, a page out of uh, Sharknado's book. I'm like, we're not doing seven films. We're going to do one, and we're going to make it good. We're just going to fuck shit up yeah. constantly. And it's good because they introduce characters literally just to die. So you're invested in the chick and her dad who she's trying now, to save. we know the actress, right? Yeah, I can't. Uh, I was looking her up yesterday. Look, but I can't I'll do that name. while you okay. do you. But uh, She's Effie from Skins fame. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Maze Runner. Yeah, I've never seen it, but I'll yeah. get her name. So Barry Pepper plays the dad. I can tell you that much. Barry Pepper, where would I know him from? Uh, Saving Private Ryan. He was the sniper. No joke. Need to rewatch that film. Yes, I also know him from Enemy of the State. Her name is Kaya. Oh God, Kaya Scoda Scodelario Scodelario Kayla Scodelario. There That's you go. That's right. It is. And Barry Pepper. There he is. But yeah, um, so and then it just shit hits the fan and then all of a sudden there's like a thousand fucking alligators. So you feel <laughs> like, you know how when you've got the first movie in the horror franchise and you're like, oh, this is fucking awesome. Hurricane. Then it's the second one. Yeah. And you're kind of like, oh, this is the exact same movie, just higher body count. Right? Right. In the third one, they've just, everything's been thrown out the window. That's what this felt like as it progressed. Right. But in a fun way. So it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, nice. And what was that on? Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime. Jeez, right. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. And if you want to watch the, uh, what's it called? Mm-hmm. Who's the Rocketman guy? I'm still standing. Elton John. Yeah. That movie's on there. Oh, yes. I haven't so watched that yet. If you're into that shit. So I watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, like the original 1991. Uh, that's what you were watching when I got home last night, night, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Watch Drop Zone, Wesley Snipes movie about... Uh, Old school? Parachute. Yeah, like 1990. Oh, sick. Favorite at the... Uh, I'll, I'll say the Casey House as a kid because I don't have a last name previously. Watched The Gentleman about 20 minutes ago. Mm, yep. After purchasing it on Blu-ray, That's your third right. watch, I believe. Yes, correct. 10 points for Jade and her cider. Yes. Um, and then I watched a couple of, well, quite a few comedy specials. I watched Brian Callen's Never Grow Up, Brian uh-huh. Callen's Complicated Apes, both of which on Amazon. Yep. Joey Diaz, Socially un- Unacceptable, also on Amazon. And Burt Kreischer's Hey Big Boy on the Netflix, all very enjoyable. Now, what was the special that we watched? 
and you've seen all three. I've only seen the first. Schmitz and something, something oh, improv yeah, show. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, Whatever that is. Middle Ditch and, and Schwartz. Right. Their improv special that they've got three episodes of on Netflix. I've watched episode one. MJK's watched one, two, and three. And it looks like a comedy special. They've got a live audience there, and they're literally getting ideas from the audience and then basically making it or improvising a skit. It's just it's like a, a long skit, improv, but just a little yeah. improv show, which mm. they, it's it, the way it unravels is a lot of fun, and oh, like so the way funny. you sold it to me is like sometimes they kind of forget what they were talking about, <laughs> and they try to retrace their steps. Oh, it's brilliant! And then sometimes they do like really, really well, quite naturally, and you're like, damn, that's genius. And they've obviously got some characters that they're just waiting to bust out, which yeah, is a lot of fun for as sure. Because well, yeah, um, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed that. I have to check out the other two. So I watched, there's two new episodes of Rick and Morty up on Netflix oh, for yeah, season nice. four, so yep. I watched those. I watched the end of Preacher season one and started Preacher season two. Nice, you're getting through it. Finished season two of Preacher and started season, season three. three. Did you finish Preacher. season three? <laughs> finished <laughs> season I was waiting for it. Now, had you already seen season three? I had only seen halfway through season two. Right, so you're now into new territory. Three. I like yes. it. It's exciting. And one of my favorite characters from the comic book, mm-hmm. uh, he's, he's just a backwards hick by the name of Joe. He's Jody just appeared, has he? shows up in season three, which is fucking awesome. Nice. So you're watching the fourth season now? Don't have it. Wait but it, for it to come out on right. Blu-ray. It's, it's that recent. It hasn't dropped yet. Yes. And also started re-watching 30 Rock, which is still good value. Nice. What's that on? Amazon Prime. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You're like, all right, Jade's out. I get the heater and Amazon Prime. Let's go. And in most cases, Maggie, because sometimes I take her with me. Sometimes I don't. It's actually heartbroken when you went out for dinner last night and you took the dog. Yeah. So, Jade, what have you watched? Unless you have any questions about any uh, of those other things. Yes, I do. Of all of the comedy specials that you watched, what was the most out loud laughter? Probably that sentence didn't make any sense, but you know what I'm asking. Well, I'll just say this. <laughs> Bert Crasher, Hey Big Boy. I'm not the biggest fan of his, but I religiously listen to his podcast with Bill Burr because I'm a whore for Bill Burr. Yeah. Bill Burr. Um, he is a good storyteller. He's naturally funny in that sense. His jokes, for me, sometimes I'm like, it feels very contrived in the way he's saying it. Cause yeah. Like, you can almost see the wheels turning in his hand. Like, yeah, he's like, okay. I need to remember this. But when he's telling stories about his family, which is just beautiful, he's got a wife and two mm. kids, that's when I feel like I'm like, okay, that's real. And then that's when the natural laughter comes out. So not dissecting it too yeah. much, that's what it was. But out loud laughter funny was probably Callan's Complicated Apes special. Right. Dude's just ridiculous. Yeah. And uh, Joey Diaz is like watching a character from The Sopranos. He's always called people <laughs> cocksuckers and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Second question. After you've <laughs> <laughs> yes, you there with the glasses. <laughs> After you've watched Preacher, what show do you think you're going to invest your time in next? That would probably be... Good question, by the way. Yeah. Think of that I think I know the answer, but I'm interested to see. Uh, probably Westworld. Oh, ah! that's the one I wanted. I thought you might mention The Wire. No, I'm definitely going to do that nice. as well. I want to watch that as well. You want to watch The Wire? Yeah, well, I do. Let's set aside a night or two a week and we'll fucking pump through it together. All right, tonight. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I did want to know. But yes, Westworld as well, though. Yeah, I'll watch that with you because it'll be better if I stagger it out, which I didn't do with Preacher. So I know you, you've got a regimen of shit you watch. Yes, so like, well. Well, Mr. Casey, I don't have time for that. I've got time between 7.45 and 9 tonight. And, and I'll be all like, <laughs> well, I won't be home by then, chaps. And I'm like, fuck, I'm in bed by 9. Exactly. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. 
but yeah. Well, okay, I just remembered. Um, a lot of shows are actually having their season finales at the yeah, moment. Heartbreak. And the the hard part, and it's been, the, it's been the case for the last few years, the gap between each... Actually, the gap between each season is pretty quick. It's usually the mid-season break that's longest and sucks because you're like in the middle Christmas of the season. Yeah, so we just had The Rookie finish, so we watched that Monday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got two episodes of The Last Dance, Michael Jordan's doco series. Fuck now, yeah, we do. it's a bit of foreshadowing. Our next episode is going to be solely dedicated to all 10 eps of The Last Dance. Probs dropping this Wednesday. Look out for it. Yeah, so you get ready for two posts this week. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> I don't know. And... Um, yeah, a lot of things are ending. So I don't think most shows are back till September. And then again, no one's started filming their next season yet because of COVID things. Well, so I got, I got some news though. We will this. get to some Hollywood news shortly. Things I have watched recently. Wait, wait. Do you want to just kick us off? Because oh. I feel like seeing you got me to say, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. I can you didn't do get it to also. say your thing about. Welcome to the podcast season, whatever, episode, whatever. I feel at 20 minutes 51, it's too late. The time has passed. You but I did say something about, I used the name, not another podcast, when I introduced the wrong Matthew. So All it's right. been covered and you'll see, you'll hear it tomorrow. When Go you on then. Fuck off. But you and I both watched the Parks and Recreation special. Oh, yeah. See, if yeah. it's not like an ongoing thing, I often yeah, yeah, It's a once-off. To... It's not necessarily forgettable, but harder to remember. Of course, that was like a mini reunion for the whole cast to do. Yeah, past and like, except for that poor guy. What was his fucking name? First two seasons. Oh, yeah. Brian Bandanowitz or Bandanowitz. He didn't make an appearance this time, but it was a reunion and it was um, presented in sort of like a Zoom video meeting um, with all of the characters interacting during COVID-19 things. So it was very uh, topical. All your favorite characters. Man, it was so good to see them all and to see them all in character and interacting with one another. My personal favorite, Burt Macklin. That's FBI. right. <laughs> Can't even get himself out of a, a locked room after four yeah, days. Two days in the shed or whatever. Oh, it whatever it was. Yeah, hilarious. So you and I both watched that. It was a great 22 minutes of of viewing whilst eating dinner that night. I think it was the pasta. I made the ScarJo pasta that night. That sounds about right. Damn, inspired by the movie Chef with John Favreau. With the show inspired by the movie Chef. (laughs) Also starring John Favreau. (laughs) Yes, that's right. Um, I watched a Netflix film that came out two weeks ago called The Half of It. Um, Is that the one with the the Asian broad? Yeah, she's the main character and she helps. She's like the nerd of the school. She gets paid to do everyone else's work for her. Funny thing is the teacher knows it and um, actually encourages it because it increases her class's grades and results and data. So she looks like a great teacher. So she's in on the whole um, thing instead of looking to punish her. This is why you can't trust educators. (laughs) Take that back. Um, And yeah, so she helps a guy write a letter to his love interest um but in doing so she falls for her along the way but the real sweet Wait, relationship like a lesbian thing yeah but um, i feel like you watch a lot of lesbian related tv it, content. it's everywhere i love it but you seek it out is what i'm saying the half of it i was about <laughs> to get the, to the sweetest part of the relationship i mean the sweetest relationship on the show the gayness no, oh. the relationship between her and the guy that she's helping because she doesn't have any friends and she genuinely starts making friends with him and he's really, really awkward and actually struggles to communicate to this girl. So you know that it's never actually going to go anywhere. But he 
become so comfortable with the main character that he communicates with her quite well and opens up to her and doesn't get flustered by her and ends up falling for her actually by the end of it. But so it's, it's really like sweet a love to watch triangle them. Yeah, situation it is. With but no, who don't know how to talk to each but other. But the cool thing is, in her voiceover in the very opening clip of the movie, she said, "This is a love movie where no one gets who they want." So you know straight away, like she's not going to end up with her. The Gooby guy's not going to end up with her either. And those two that are friends or form a friendship aren't going to end up either. So they do obviously all establish friendships with one another. But it's really, really sweet. Um, I mean, it's young people yeah. anyway. It's not like. That relationship's going to last forever. That's right. That's why you need to tell these keys. <laughs> we need to make a, re- a realistic television program where there's no end game. I think I'll just do a, a, like a rant YouTube series. We call like Life Lessons with MJK. Look at here now. <laughs> Y'all ain't going to get what you want. With you Unless or you with Eddie real- Murphy? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Eddie Murphy's here again. I'll have a puppet, but it'll be a racially ambiguous puppet. Oh, damn. So no one can say like, hey, what? Is that dude like Samoan or? <laughs> well, what is that? I'll be, I'll be shut the fuck up. That's the puppet talk. <laughs> Can you do, do it as a ventriloquist? That would be really good and very impressive. I mean, that's why it suggested a puppet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to hire someone else. Of course, I'm going to do all the voices. Yeah, screw them. Yeah. Except um, I might hire a cameraman because they know what they're doing. I don't know shit. That's right. I'm being real. <laughs> I'm old school. <laughs> and how do you spell real? That's right. R E E L. Nah, I'd put it. Get w. it? Because film? I'd put a W in there. Real? Like. Real, real. I'd spell it out like T I does. Real. Huh? Do you know how like, <laughs> wise black men, they add syllables to like, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. words? Yeah. <laughs> like words. To words. Like, <laughs> like he does in that show Rhythm and Flow when he's. You remember the name? I remember it. it just then, in this moment. I don't know why we brought that up last time. Because uh, we were talking about. Cardi B, no. Cardi you were B. talking about Cardi B. Oh, I some, said something about Migos because here we go. Yeah, How did we get there? Here it is. Oh, my God. Backtrack. It's like the hangover. Yeah. And I was talking about the producers, yep. etc. And, et and, and this is something like, we're going to discuss on our next episode. Or I was about to, will I was about to say, we? or are we? But yeah, the fuck no, we yeah, are. No, we are. Um, in the last week, there was the season three finale for Westworld. And one Hollywood news tied to that is it's been renewed for a season four. But what is in, oh, I won't say what's in question because obviously you and I are going to watch seasons one and two together and then three, which is very different to season three just based on setting and tone, um, but also <laughs> My ability to understand what was going on, which is very hard in season one, yeah, but particularly f- two. Found out recently that it's like kind of like a modern western. Correct. Because people were keeping it from me, or they <laughs> told me, and I forgot. There's so many lies, so many truths that I'm hiding from you. Apparently, so I really liked the season. Like um, I thought it was boss, and I'm looking forward to what they do with season four. And I'm looking forward to rewatching it with you because I've just bought seasons one and two on Blu-ray. And I'm keen because I want to watch some high quality shit. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And then I watched another uh, Netflix film that same week uh, with Camila Mendez from Riverdale called Dangerous Lives. But more oh, importantly, it really featured bad. Sasha Alexander. Yeah, oh, you're correct. It was terrible. But it was an hour and a half. It had mystery and intrigue. I wanted to know where it went. It went where it did. And I was like, okay, cool. Next. Um, it's kind of a concept we've seen, seen before. But long story short, her she's a caretaker. Her client dies. He gives her everything in his will and then conspiracies conspiracies start flying. Her relationship with her husband changes because he starts to get a bit money hungry and greedy with how much they've now got in their accounts or to their name. 
And from there as well, there's a few secrets hidden in the house that they discover um, and sort of have to decide what they do with it. And it all comes around full circle to bite them in the ass pretty much. And um, yeah, Camilla, Camilla and Sasha live. So <laughs> that's all that matters. Um, but yeah, I've missed Sasha since, you know, uh, Rosoli and I was finished. Is. That's it. Um, Wasn't I finished, the whole concept oh. for that, it was a, mm. an, an Italian cop and an Irish cop and how will they get along? <laughs> and then they were like best friends immediately. That was probably like some teaser trailer or something. One of maybe four trailers, but oh man, that was a good show. Um, I finished season four of Working Mums. That only came up in the last couple of weeks. It was only eight episodes this time instead of 13. And I forget they're only 20 minutes, so it's a very easy, quick watch. Um, and it's got... I don't know. I can't remember if it's been renewed for season five because it has obviously a lot of um, Canadians. Yeah, it does. It's a Canadian show. A lot of unanswered questions that can still be addressed. Um, I read Matthew Riley's Ice Station, which is the first book of four in the Scarecrow novella. Matthew Riley is an Australian author and I've known about him for years. I've got friends that read him. Wait a minute. First in a novella. Novellas are short stories. I mean, sorry, first in a novel series. You know what I just read? This, Matthew Matthew Riley's Hell Island, which is the novella novella. between uh, books three and four. Um, But yeah, I've been meaning to read him for a while and I'm glad I did because... It's always been pitched that his genre is action and it really does read like an action film. So it's really quick and easy to read, but I also found it I wanted to keep reading. Any of that dude's shit's been turned into movies or No, no, I don't think it has. What about TV shows? Not that I'm aware of. I was going to look it up because this is more action, little elements of sci-fi and his other ones sort of more fantasy adventure. His other, his Jack West series. Not quite. Um, and then he's got all these standalone things. So maybe one of the standalones has been created into a show or film. So I'll have to check that out. But is he, what country of origin is that, John? Australia. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's probably why, because the rest of the world doesn't take us but yeah, seriously. Because we just, play for keeps. Yeah. That's right. You just keep wanting to turn the pages. There's just so much. I can, it's nonstop. You don't get a moment to rest. And I'm just, yeah, I was thoroughly invested from the get-go. And I've bought the rest of the series ready to read. So well, I mean, you got a birthday coming up, and now it's impossible to shop for you. Thanks. Nah, never, never. But there's uh, no there's, new all, there's always Blu-ray. Blu-rays. There's yeah, always but Blu-rays. Nothing new, is it? What you want me to buy you all the fucking Back to the Futures or something? Already got them. See, yeah, it's impossible. You've Just got give everything. me a voucher. They, 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 they last for a year. Yeah, the fact that they got a time yeah. limit on them, they should be disgusted in themselves. <laughs> Outrageous. Um, so now I'm reading. Everything is fucked. A book about hope. Just, just quickly back on the, the the expiry date. Oh, what happens if I'm in a fucking coma, right? <laughs> then I'm sure that you have warranted reason to apply for an extension. Yeah, but here's the thing: the, <laughs> it's my teacher talk. <laughs> everyone who I've ever seen who works in JB Hi-Fi are miserable. I thought you were gonna say has tattoos, but sure. But uh, the same. Well, the ones work in the register. There's some passionate people who like operating the camera counter or whatever. Maybe, I don't know. So what I'm saying is, is my complaint directly goes to them. They don't give a fuck. They'll be like, call corporate. And I'll be like, can I get the phone number? And they'll be like, we have a website. And then I'll be like, I was in a coma. And then... <laughs> <laughs> They're like, prove it! 
And then I'll have to... <laughs> They're like, oh, here's another fucking guy coming in and claiming he's had a coma. I'll be like, get up my Facebook page and I'll be like, look, my mom put up updates because she said because I was in a coma the whole time. Oh, my God. And so you were you were reading the book by the yeah, guy. Yeah, by Mark Manson. See how seamless that was? We just had, we did a right. cut in and out right there. So currently reading that, currently playing Mad Max after just destroying spider-man and all the dlcs i also watched season two of dead to me which we'll get to later and tonight i watched the series that's right series finale of how to get away with murder you like that voice not even a little bit (laughs) can you do it better go how to get away with muerta, mi amigos. Because that guy <laughs> was, yeah, was speaking Spanish. I was just going to say, it was the only reason. confusing thing about the whole fucking finale. And it was a good ending, although too many people died. What can you expect with that show? But the cool part was... Too many? I thought that was hilarious. Because oh, that show, what? Well, I know. I watched the first yeah. season and a half. Okay. Because they have the mid-season cliffhanger. They do. Right? And then I... And you st- I know, it's hard to get back to sometimes. No, well, because when I moved, I had mm-hmm. someone else in my life who was in charge of downloading. You know mm-hmm. how it is. So I was just like, eh, whatever, Trevor. So then, but whatever, watching Trevor. you watch it, yeah. I'm all like, oh, yeah, this is how the show works. Yeah. It's like, this is what happens. Psych. And then it's just like, yeah. they overcompensate for like, oh, we played the, the audience, so we got to over-deliver. It's just like, here's a, here's a few more dead bodies. <laughs> That's right. And, um, yeah, it did have a good ending, and it was cool because it was a culmination of a lot of things that had happened throughout seasons one and four coming to um a resolution here in season five so that's cool i've watched it since the start so what are you laughing at you kind of like getting annoyed at what's the the main lady's real name i forget what on annalise keating what's the lady oh um you're talking about viola davis yeah you're right she overdoes it sometimes (laughs) settle you're like calm your farm like after five years we're close enough to (laughs) be critical (laughs) um and uh that was my last two weeks Sick. Bit of Boney M Disco, Rasputin for your afternoon. Welcome back, cats. <laughs> this is MJK and his fly girl Jade here on... Maggie FM. <laughs> it's definitely what I would call my radio station. Check it. We are talking about trailers. Trailers. Gmet. I'll kick us off because I'll talk about the stuff I watched, and then we can have a chat. Then we can unite. Yes. For a bit of SF. Oh yeah. We. My ears ringing. Shit fuck, right? Anyway, continue. From Russ Putin. Yep. Oh. I don't know why. I watched the yet another trailer for season four of F is for Family, Bill Burr's ah. animated series. Your girl, Laura Dern, plays the wife on that. Oh, really? She's everywhere. She is. And uh, I also watched the trailer for upcoming Pete Davison movie, King of Staten Island, which is loosely based on his some of his life experiences as well as whatever Judd Apatow's got going on in his life because <laughs> he's directed it. Also, my man Bill Burr is in there as his mum's love interest. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You will appreciate that. Oh, he's rocking a mustache too because he's oh, a fireman. Oh, damn. He looks fucking dope. Nice. He thro- In the trailer, he throws Pete Davison into a, a, a pool. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you tried to drown me. He's like, it's an above ground pool. You're eight <laughs> feet tall. Just stand up. Yeah, <laughs> nice. And the trailer 
you and I have both watched is for a, would you say sitcom? Or just comedy? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, mm, I, I feel like it's going to be... If it's Netflix, probably not. If they put a, You can see they've pumped a lot of my fucking Netflix money into it, though. Yeah, John for Markovich. sure, yeah. Uh, the trailer was for a new Netflix series coming out called Space Force. Coming to you from the May, creators. end of this month, I think it said, at the end uh, of the trailer June. there. Early, early June. Um, but yeah, they're, pretty, they're the creators of the American office. Correct, hence it's got Steve Carell as its lead. It also has Jane Lynch and Diana Silvers from Booksmart and Lisa, Lisa Kudrow, who is someone I saw um, actually promote the trailer on her socials during the week. I never checked it out, though. I saw that Carell and Lynch were in it. And I'm like, I'll get to that later. And then just realised John Malkovich is in it, hence the budget that you're talking about. Yeah, that's a, that's a man. Plus the settings and effects and stuff seems to be pretty big, um, high budget as well. Yeah, Was that other guy from the Drew Carey show? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Deidre uh, Barber or something yeah. his fucking name is. Um, yeah, I'm trying to get a, it's 10 episodes. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, but it's got no runtime, so oh wow, it's, okay, it's thirty minutes probably. If it's thirty minutes, I, you could kind of call it a sitcom. Yeah, but it seems at max. Yeah, it seems like different type of show, but yeah. But it's, yeah, Carell's like an ex-military something something, and he's asked to headline the space force, which, according to everyone, is a joke. Not that he's running it, but the space force is a joke. Steve Carell even thinks it's a joke, and then he's asked to to headline it, and uh, that's going to be his biggest issue, I think, is getting this new force off the ground and being taken seriously. And yeah, they're well, the comedy in shoes. Yeah, uh, it's just funny. So, I mean, when did they activate Space Force? That's that's the only way I can say it. Space Force. Got no idea. Would have been within the last two years, and I just right. know a lot of Americans were like, "Yo." Space is fucking cool, but do we really need a military for it? And then during this pandemic, the I think it was the CIA said, yeah, yeah, aliens are real. And no one gives a fuck because they're all like, we only care about face masks and toilet paper. <laughs> you know what? Got to get that TP. That's right. Shit. Um, Shit. But yeah, so Romano, got to check out some more trailers, but it's hard because I don't know, besides streaming services, if there's many new ones out. Yeah. Well, that's again something I've loved. While discovering Amazon Prime. Yeah. One thing I do like about their shit where mm-hmm. usually it would probably piss me off. You'd be like, hey man, don't force your shit on me, man. But they play an Amazon original or Amazon Prime original trailer. They do before you watch whatever it is you're whatever watching. Whatever the fuck you watch. And you, it's like being at the cinema. I've had this moment like because I watched quite a bit on there recently. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, I've been meaning to check that out and you're telling me it's readily available <laughs> in my house. Right now? Yeah. Amazing. Um, but yeah, keen to check out Space Force. Yeah, because you go Lee Koo, isn't it? Lee Koo. And uh, Jay Lee. Lin? Jay Lin. Yeah. yeah. Lee Koo and Jay Lin. Watch this space. Now, don't you tell me to profile. I like my sugar with coffee and cream. Keep yeah. it going, keep it going, keep it going, full steam. Please don't keep it going, please don't keep it going, please. <laughs> that actually worked really well. We are looking forward to the Spike Lee doco 
of the Beastie Boys story, though. So Very much so. We need to look into that, see how we can access it, and definitely discuss it at oh, length on the podcast. That being said, I watched the documentary on the Netflix, which I think I deliberately left out. Mm. Um, it's about people and their experiences with acid and other psychedelics. And it okay. had, this is how long this fucking thing's clearly been in production. It had Anthony Bourdain mm. and Carrie Fisher in it. Whoa, okay. Wowza. Do you remember when she died? Uh, two... 2016, motherfucker. 2016? Was it that long ago? No shit. Anyway, I'm just looking up when the Beastie Boys story yeah, so, comes out, but yeah, directed by Spike Lee. Point is, I was just like, okay, this this actually seems pretty interesting considering the cast of people they've got in it. And the reason I've just been reminded of it is because Ad-Rock, who's in the Beastie Boys, him and his wife were there talking about it. It just made me so mad because they're all like, oh, wow, all the crazy stories about being on acid. And it's literally just nerds sharing nerd stories. <laughs> and I was just like, like I don't want a nerd know, story. This isn't an extreme story in any sense of it. But I just, yeah, thought I'd bring that up because it's kind of topical because Beastie Boys. Yeah, and it's saying it was released 24th of April. So it's been out. So I yeah. don't know to what extent because cinemas haven't been open. So it's got to be associated with some streaming service. So I'll look into that after that. Wait, what are we talking about again? Oh, Beastie Boys story. Yeah, uh, Apple TV, bro. The, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the one I don't have, god damn it. Wilf- Although I can get a, a, a year for free with my Apple account, but I never activated it. Jade, you know what you should so do? It's probably expired. Activate it? If it's still if available. If it's still available. Um, but we're going into... So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> We're going into some Hollywood news. It's going to be run run by... I'm doing lots of um, remixes because I'm listening to a lot of 90s hip-hop at the moment and there's a lot of scratching the discs, man. Did you mention you listen to a lot of Outkast? No. Well, saving it for the last dance app, we but I have been watching it. Correct. When you yeah. said yes, okay. Yeah, I've been li- listening to a lot of wah, 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 remixes. Well, but now let me tell you about a little movie called The New Mutants. Oh, our favourite topic of discussion. The the movie that still hasn't surfaced. Correct. Now, I can't remember if I said this in the last podcast, but I know I told you about it, that it was going to be released on digital and not go to the cinemas. Right. All right? Uh-huh. News of this week. Uh-oh. It will be hitting cinemas in August. <laughs> When they open up for the first time. Seems that way. Okay. I think two reasons I think it's going back to cinemas. Okay. Reason the first. It seems like we potentially have a date on when motherfuckers can go and start doing shit. Yes. Reason the second. They're not exactly spoilt for choice because production shut down on a lot of fucking shit. Correct. So they're going to need to have That's why cinemas are saying they don't want to reopen in a couple of months. Yeah. Just push it back, push it Mm -hmm. back. Reason the third... They kind of, I'm not going to go see it, but they kind of deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> like, good for you, good for you. <laughs> it was supposed to come out, I think, 2017, I originally said. Yeah. Because oh, even before this season, we were talking about the ridiculousness of this fucking shit. Correct. It's come up a couple of times. So, yeah, I yeah, know. And people will go to the cinema just for the sake of going. When even, like, doesn't matter what's on. Oh, do you know what I just remembered? What? We did watch a trailer on Netflix, I think. The whole yeah. American Horror Guy thing. His show called like Las Vegas. Oh, it's called Hollywood. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) You say Las Vegas? (laughs) It's clearly LA, but I'm all right. (laughs) There's an L and an A in Las Vegas, Jade. Sarah Paulson's missus is in it. Uh, (laughs) Can I 
her name, Maggie yeah. Lee. Is uh, the chick I like from who Samara smokes. Weaving. Yeah. yeah, she's cool. Uh, says, uh, uh, yeah, those little yellow butt plug looking things. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh uh, fuck. All right, what are we doing? It's Hollywood. Hollywood news. news being run by you. All right, uh, Hollywood breaking news story number two. Ah. Not really Hollywood news, but yeah, uh, just news. Becky Lynch, the man. Yeah, the man. This week that her the Irish redheads are expecting their first child, which is just a really sweet story. She's been conspicuous by her absence. Yeah, since right. This pandemic era of wrestling has oh, happened. Seen so any people, pics. Yeah. Perfect time to hide it. <laughs> You're not expected to be I on the stage. I think she's only two months pregnant. So I don't okay. know how pregnancy works. Oh, it's about 11 months. But <laughs> fuck you. I don't know, like, you know, the safe zone thing? That's the only thing I ever worry about. When my sister told me she was pregnant 13 weeks. the first time, mm-hmm. I was not happy at all. I was like, oh, are we past the safe zone? She's mm. like, yeah. And then I was happy. Yes. Yeah. Because that freaks me out. Mm hmm. So I, th- I think it's just past mm. that, but that wouldn't make sense because that would be three months. So I don't know. Maths. Yeah. Um, Is that all your news? From memory. <laughs> Mutants, Becky Lynch, up the duff. Yeah. Yeah. X Men and redheads. That's all you need to know about me from probably ten years ago. <laughs> so true. Just quickly, mm-hmm. before we get into the subject, I forgot to mention that uh, one of my recent watches yeah, yeah. slash listens this week was watches. Uh, the Ghost Inside's latest single, I guess. You oh, yes, yeah. Called Aftermath. Now, just a quick history lesson. In 2015, the bus was I- their tour bus was in a horrific uh, accident, which mm-hmm. took a couple of lives, uh, which is incredibly upsetting but the band thankfully survived one of which one of the band members lost his leg and they kind of feel like they're finally back into a happy place after that because they went through a lot of bullshit rehabilitation saying do we even want to be a band anymore and they kind of and it's clearly a pandemia music video because they're all just like iphones and shit oh god um but it was a really good fucking song new album drops late next month late june i think so and it's just self-titled the ghost inside if you like some heavy shit Get into it. Go check it out. That's our promotion for this app. Um, we're going to spend a little bit of time, well, at least I am talking about Netflix series Dead to Me. Which, girl Linda, what's up? Yeah, you know, we now know Linda Cardinelli's name, the top of our heads, out of respect for her, you know, not having to call her Hawkman's wife any longer. <laughs> Hawkman, Hawkeye's wife Velma, any longer. Um, the one chick from Freaking Geeks. <laughs> I know, right? We're like, we know for all these things, but we still don't know her name. How rude. Jessica Day's sister in New Girl. Right. Um, but obviously she stars alongside Christina Applegate in this show and it's just released its second season on Netflix. 10 episodes, 30 minutes each. Already watched it all. It's one of those binge-worthy shows. Um, and yeah, I just finished watching season two. 
Um, it's a lot of it's written by Liz Field- Fieldman, who wrote a lot of stuff for Two Broke Girls. So I remember seeing that name when I'm watching the first season, going, "Where do I know that name from?" And then looking her up, she writes for for Ellen as well. Um, so that's where I've seen her name before. Um, Is that it? Surely she's done more. She wrote like monologues for Ellen's Oscar speeches, and she won Big Happy, the Oscars again. The Great in- Indoors. I don't know what that show is. I know of it. Yeah, exactly. So she <laughs> hasn't done much, but her name popped up from Two Broke Girls. I'm like, what a quinky dink. And uh, yeah, it's rated very highly. It's one of those th- shows that you love to talk about with your friends because like, oh my God, you see when this happened? See when this happened? It's a show that always ends with a bit of a cliffhanger, um, roping you into the second ep, which obviously you can do being uh, a Netflix series. All episodes go up at once. Spoiled for... On demand. I was going to say right. spoil for choice, but that's not, yeah. that's not the point you're making. But we also are spoiled That's for it. And I don't know about a season three yet, so we're still waiting to hear on that, I believe. Uh, but obviously ends with a massive cliffhanger again. Um, it also stars James Marsden. Fun fact, him and Christina Applegate starred in Anchorman 2 together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, time like, yeah, tie those things together. He's got a bitch and pinky ring in that movie and a great head of hair. That's right. And, yeah, she's she's in the first one as well, though, isn't she? She yeah, is. Yeah. She plays a lady. Lady anchor woman. Oh, God, I can't remember her name. This Bam. is embarrassing. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> Bam, facts. Um, and, yeah, obviously it all sort of comes together. It's all about this relationship between Christina and Linda's characters, Judy and what was Christina's name? Um, Jen. Judy and Jen. How can you forget? Um, Very forgettable. But names. obviously, there's something that Linda's They're both clearly white. Yeah, yes, that Linda's um, character knows that Christina doesn't know, and that's sort of the secret that she's keeping from her in season one because they haven't actually met until the first episode. Um, but they cross paths um, in like a support group because. Linda is responsible for the death of Christina's husband. And so she goes to this group just out of her own pity to check in on how Jen is doing, knowing that she's killed the husband. Which one's Jen? Christina. Um, And then sort of develops a friendship with her. And then when Christina takes her under her wing, she's like, oh, I can't tell the truth now because I've got like my first best friend ever. Um, And she's in an abusive relationship with emotionally abusive relationship with James Marsden. And so she kind of sticks around but doesn't reveal the truth. But, of course, it all comes out. And um, the mystery and intrigue of all of all of it is kind of what hooks you in throughout season one. By season two, all of these things are out in the open. But then Christina has a secret that she's keeping from Linda. Linda and James should be on the same team because it's Cyclops and yeah. Hawkeye's wife. <laughs> Same universe, same universe, MCU, exactly. Um, but yeah, I love the show. I love the um, the characters, the acting's brilliant. Both of them can just cry at the drop of a hat. Um, I love that they they don't wear a lot of makeup. They're two people that have probably had a bit of work done in their time, but they don't wear makeup. They let their wrinkle. They look very natural throughout the whole thing. Lots of wrinkles, crying at the drop of the hat, ugly crying too. <laughs> They're not trying to look pretty whilst doing it. Is it funny though? Cause... Oh, and it's dark comedy so it's i would i'd say it's drama but then sometimes it feels like thriller and then you've got your funny one-liners that are thrown into all of it so you do get laughs out loud comedy is complex man I was yeah exactly about this. you got silly comedies but like you need it when it's anchorman that you've dark. Got what i say essentially uh like romantic comedies people think like rom-coms but you've also got like knocked up 
Mm-hmm. Like, mm. not a rom com, but that's definitely a, yeah. That's a drama before it's a comedy. Yeah, like it's just got funny people in. And then you got shit like this, my my kind of jam, dark shit. Yeah, you just wait for someone to get fucking get impaled by a yeah. People piano are expendable, that's for sure. Um, and it's also got a lot of heart as well. Um, Christina's character Jen has a couple of kids. Linda's had seven miscarriages. It's a brutal storyline from the first season. It's only sort of mentioned. Yeah, it's it's that dark, and you really feel for the characters. You're like, oh, look, she made a mistake, and it's ended up in the death of Jen's husband. But then that relationship's not everything it seems. It just gets more and more complicated and convoluted, and you're hooked in Actual from episode one. Though? Why would you invest in something that's com- Oh, wait, no, that's... Um, <laughs> that's everything. I've just confused convoluted with contrived. I'm an idiot. <laughs> um, and things like... Um, like Christine Applegate had a double mastectomy in real life to combat breast cancer. And she insisted on that being written into her character Can I, for this show. Because I'm aware she's a breast cancer survivor. She is, yep. How the fuck does that help? I don't know. I want to know the science Because you're that. getting rid of the tissue... Entirely. So it's oh. been localized to that area and you might have really high odds that you will develop it. And so people get it chopped off without even getting it, but knowing that they probably will. Righteous. I believe she had it and then just boom, chopped it off so it couldn't spread. Um, so she insisted that was written into her character storyline, not as in she's going through it, but that she's been through it and that she has those scars. And it's mentioned in season one and it comes up again um, in season two. Um, she's kind of reflecting on it a little bit and it's yeah, it's interesting to see how she wrote it in because it's not a story you see a lot in TV and film. Like there's a TV show I watch called The Bold Type, which I absolutely love and one of the characters at the end of the season finale that aired like a month ago has, is going into surgery to, to have that operation to combat ever getting um, the disease because she's very likely to get it. Um so, you know, she's obviously got some... I'm not, she's not a producer or anything like that, even though she should be. She was nominated for Golden Globe and SAG Award and all this. This is Christina I'm talking about, sorry. Um, Screen Actors Guild for all those wondering why she just said SAG. SAGgy. Um, so, yeah, she didn't win that, but it was kind of cool because her, Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston were in the same room a few times. Yes, yes. And they play sisters yeah, yes. on Friends. God damn it. Look, everything comes back to Friends. Um... If you haven't checked out Dead to Me yet, I definitely recommend it. There's the two seasons there ready to go on Netflix. You will binge it because you'll have to watch three or four episodes in one go. It's very easy to do so. And season two wasn't as good as season one because there's not as much at stake. But in saying that, in the way that it ends, there's a lot of unfinished business. So there's plenty of room for it to go in terms of storyline. And I'm hoping it gets picked up for season three. Speaking of season three, you know what else is on Amazon Prime? Um, Fleabag. Ah, uh, yes. Only two seasons. <laughs> but that was the joke because I always thought there were three seasons. <laughs> uh, Jade, there's just the two. But yeah, that's another very good show that you should check out. Oh, you've seen it bits and pieces and I've well, seen I it. Well, I like the lady and the way Phoebe you've Waller-Bridge. The way she writes for Killing Eve. She's the writer of Killing uh, Eve. That explains a lot. That's mm. why... We'll probably never watch Killing It. Oh, you should. It's just good. the name Villanelle just makes me shake my head. Well, that's not a name. Yeah, but that's it's a code name. You code and name that Villanelle. Fucking YouTuber who you watch who watches it. Free bicycle oh. tours. Shout out. Ooh, Villanelle, and I just wanted to smack her. <laughs> not that I'm gonna hit a woman, but smack the TV and then the you name yell. frustrates you. That's what you're saying. It's just a stupid name. It'd be like exactly, Mofo. It's just a name. Move on. No, I said just. Oh, you want to talk about moving on? 
How about you watch Avengers Endgame again? Uh, and not yeah, eventually. But remember, my homework that I've got to do in the next four weeks is watch Good Time. Yeah, but you need to get over that Nebula's in the movie. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> See, you get over that, I'll get over a stupid name. I'm over Nebula being in no, it. No, you're so not. So much so I've forgotten about her. <laughs> oh, I'm so funny. Complex, amazing character that ties the whole story together and you're just sitting there. I know. Why of all characters is she tying it all together? There are more important people she's a fucking to bring robot. shit together. Exactly. She's emotionless. No, she's and got... I am emotionless about her. <laughs> See, is... Clearly not, because I'm firing yes, up. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, join us Wednesday for episode nine, where we discuss The Last Dance, and season five, episode ten, will be the finale. God knows what we're discussing, but it's going to be good, and I know we will discuss good time. And join us in Finally. 20 seconds after a little <laughs> music interlude for our sign-off, because we got some more stuff to talk about. We'll be right back. Jay, that of course was the theme Lincoln song. Park. Oh. Theme song for Hot Movie. Hot Movie, Mission Impossible. That's right, kids. Duh. I'm going to give you a Mission Impossible. And accept it. You got no choices here. Stay the fuck home. I know shit has gotten a little loosey goosey, <laughs> a little razzle dazzle, but take it from someone who, who uses quite a bit of public transport. People are animals. You don't want to be anywhere near him. And take an educator at her word. Jade, you want to weigh in on this? Thank you, Jade. Stay home. We still got a good couple of months before we fuck shit up. Love you, bye. Also, fuck yourself. Or check us out on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, also that. <laughs> Tweets by Nap. And yeah, uh, again, see you for the last dance. Thank you for listening to Not Another Podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, or find us on Not Another Podcast with 2ts.podbean.com. And feel free to follow us on Facebook and on Instagram also. We appreciate it. We'll see you next time.